shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Podcast numero dos. Number two. Um, How so, is uh, our official uh, official name was what? Bumming with the Boardman. Bumming with the Boardman. We got a few suggestions in that I don't know. I kind of dig one of them. Yeah, one of my um, one of our listeners said we should we should rename it. She said Bumming with the Boardman isn't bad, but she's like. You know, if you guys are going to do this on your car rides, and if you're going to do this on your road trip, if that's really your goal, then maybe you should call it Car Ride Chronicles. Which, I'd have to agree, isn't too bad in itself. No. So. No, not at all. We're going to try that. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, welcome to Car Ride Chronicles. Chronicles. Oh, shit. I got my coffee this time, so we're doing good. And we got breakfast. So, anyways. How was your week? Last two weeks? It's been longer than that, but it's actually been pretty good. I'm not sure the listeners uh, know this. But um, I started working in Laramie. Yeah. Yeah. Boss man. Yeah. Yeah, I got a subordinate now, so you know I'm able to push him around a little bit. No, well, you're such a liar. You don't it, push him around. It's been really good. I've had a really good time. Uh, everybody I've met so far has been really good. Uh, the landowners I work with are super cool people. Uh, Ash, like been a little bit famous. <laughs> oh. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, famous. a little bit. I mean, on my first day there, I got to talk to Governor Matt Mead. Former Governor. Former Governor. How do you address a former Governor, by the way? Because I just call him Sir. Matt. <laughs> I, I don't know. I say, what's up, Matt? <laughs> like, I've known him forever. And who can talk to a, a Governor that way? Uh, I can. He's like, what's up, Mike? <laughs> so anyways, awesome. yeah. I even got his number in my phone. His personal number. So, yeah. I need to talk to him though. I need to next time I talk to him, I'm gonna ask him about how cool it was to hang out with Steve Rennell. Wait, what? With Meat Eater, he went over there. No, really? Yeah, Steve Rennell met up with him. Oh. At his ranch, and it was so cool because I got to see his ranch for a little bit. But he went sage grouse hunting over there. 
Is it on Netflix? Yeah. That specific hunt? Yes. That specific hunt. We need to watch that tonight because I would be very interested. What? You're all interested now because I know Matt Mead and then... No, I just just never seen... It's like, that's the closest I'll ever get to meeting Steve or Nell, possibly, or maybe we can become friends. But I didn't know that there was a sage grouse hunting episode on Meat Eater. That's why I want to see it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, It's actually one of my favorites because Steve Rennell goes out hunting, and he doesn't go hunting with Matt B. But he opens up the the show visiting that part of Wyoming, meeting with the governor, because Matt Mead's known for the Sage Grouse Executive Order. He is the one that put the order in place to help protect the candidate species, the sage grouse, from the endangered listing. So that's what they end up talking about at the beginning of this. You know, it's like, Governor Matt Mead, you know, nice to meet you. You know, why is this important to you? So then anyways, he ends up meeting up with some guy in Saratoga and they oh, go they yeah. go sage grouse hunting that's and right. they end up shooting some jackrabbits. I remember that now. Which is just a funny story because I could only relate to it when it happened. But um, oh, with your with your encounter with rabbit hunting yes. here in my oh that was horrible. Yeah. So Steve had the same thing happen, <laughs> and uh, he was out hunting sage grouse. They weren't doing too good, but there's some jackrabbits or jackasses running around. So they shot a couple, and Steve Rennell wasn't real familiar with Wyoming jackrabbits and took them and threw them in his hunting pack. <gasps> oh, that's yeah. way bad. That's way bad. bad oh, no. Yeah. And we all know what happened from there. He started itching. <laughs> oh, He's no. like, what is all over me? He's like, what is this? And he pulls his pack apart and finds thousands of fleas in his Gross. bag. That's so gross. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, this wasn't expecting this. This kind of ruined my hunt. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. And what I'm talking about is one time me and my friend Matt. He's one of your diamonds. One of my diamonds. What's up, Matt? Shout out to Matt. What's up, Matt? Hi, Uncle Thor. Uncle Thor. Uh, got a shout out to Lisa, too. So, um, we went jackrabbit hunting, and we murdered a ton of jackrabbits. Well, that wasn't your initial plan, though. You no. didn't go out to shoot rabbits that day. Well, anyways, we did. Yeah. And we came back. Luckily, I threw them in the back of my truck on the way to town, but when we got to town... They were frozen, so I brought them inside because I was going to skin them and make some some sort of hide out of them. Mittens. Mittens, whatever. Put them in front of the fire. Got them warming up real good. Everything was going good. You know, literally, I started to see the ground beneath the rabbit turn black. Well, there's these things like our, our, we have two indoor cats. Or we had one at that time. And she walked up to the rabbit and she like kind of flinched, like went back. And she's like, what the hell? Hundreds and hundreds. It was so bad. Of fleas. I think that that jackrabbit 
total weight was half these. That's just, I'm eating a banana. <laughs> so oh, anyways. That's so gross. Yeah. Enough about that. Do you miss Medicine Bow? I mean, this is just temporary. This is not permanent full-time as of yet. No. Not one bit. Yet. Nothing about it at all? No. Not not one bit. I mean, I'm not a fan of the commute. It's been kind of putting my life on the line, I guess. Putting it at risk every time I get on the roads. So, um, well, it's that's, icy. Not, that's not the part I really enjoy much but other than that I'm excited to wake up in the morning get out the door and go do my job and I got some more news on that maybe we can touch on that a little later yeah maybe we can touch but once we know more um, yeah there's there might be some things in movement and we're just going to continue to take it one step at a time pray about it and you know, we'll tell them when we get there. Yes. You don't have to go into detail. That's right. Get your shit together. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Because <laughs> I want to tell them something. I've been thinking about this. And I want to tell our listeners before they log out and go, this is boring. Stay tuned. No, I want to tell them. If you hang out to the end of the episode, okay. I'm going to reveal a very embarrassing fact about myself oh that's currently happening right now do you have to take a poop he had coffee this morning what (laughs) well when you drink coffee sometimes you have to poop so maybe that's your embarrassing fact is you have to poop no that's not my embarrassing fact and don't guess because if you guess it then you just ruined it for everybody okay god you need to learn how to podcast Lindsay okay yeah it's just the four in you. So, we're also going to talk about our Enneagram number. Yay! My wife's all about that. She, well, can, she hold- can hook you up. She can get you figured out. Well, before we do that, can we get some questions answered from... Can we do like a little Q&A? Look, I'm just laying out the schedule, okay? Is there anything else you wanted to talk nope. about? Nope. You have no ideas? Nope, I don't know we we're gonna be potting today. You I've been didn't asking think about it. No, because I, I've I've asked to pod like at least two or three times. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my life. I'm the one that's always thinking of the ideas to do in life. You ask a girl where she wants to eat. She says she doesn't know. She really knows. God, you you, you got to put in some footwork in here too. I brought look it like up. An a, asshole. I've brought it up a couple times. Of us being able to podcast and you just shoot me down like this would be a cool moment. Well, let's pod. Let's pod. I mean, it was just we were enjoying our each other and like you we were laughing. I'm like, this would be hilarious. We should do this. Wow. So, so we'll talk about our enneagram number. We did have. We'll answer some questions from our from our uh, viewers. Our viewers had some very interesting questions. You know, yes. all ten, seventh, seventh graders and. Oh my god, they were not 7th grade. I would never let a 7th grader listen Phew. to me cuss. <laughs> I would never. Especially this year's 7th graders. We did. Absolutely not. We got a lot of questions. So, I mean, our episode was just wildly popular. I mean, yeah. It was out of this world. I mean, I think we got 5 stars in like 
500 subscribers. We had suggestions, which is really funny because I did share. There is a group of kids at school that uh, I've traveled across the country with them for FFA. I've taken them on several field trips. I've been their class sponsor, and they're just really, really good kids. And, God, I even went to camp with them. How funny is that? So they even had some they had some suggestions and questions and we just kind of had a little a pod party. So what would you like to start with first? Is that all you can talk about on that subject? Well, I figure we're going to talk more about it in the Q&A session. I don't know my life in the last since we potted last. I don't know. I I just go to work and I teach and I come home and um, little update on little baby girl AJ. She had a checkup. What, beginning of the week? Beginning of the week. Yes. She is, what, 27 and a half inches long. Solid 18 pounds. She's a chunk. Um, she's juicy. I wouldn't say she's chunky at all. Found she's out super we can't juicy. give her baby food because store-bought baby food anyways. Yeah. And I went freaked out and bought like $200 in veggies. He's a hippie dad. And that's another thing I want to add to our schedule today. Update on parent life no. and things you go through with the baby. Just remind me to talk about something AJ baby and food. Going to the store. Oh no. So. Okay. Anyways, let's open up with some questions. Okay. Yes, you do. You're not especially okay. Yeah. All right. What's question numero uno? Numero uno. Yes. Okay. What is something people seem to misunderstand about you? Huh. Are we? Are you? Am I just going to ask you questions, or are we both going to respond to these? Well, I'll ask the second one. Okay. All right. Maybe we can both respond. But okay. do you want to go first? Um. No. Well, shoot. What is something? Go on. I'm trying to think. Like, what is something? People misunderstand. Well, I think for me, it's probably my sense of humor. Just kind of me in general, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I guess going to my enneagram, attach that in because we're talking about me. But I just learned I'm a seven, and so um, apparently sevens are the best enneagram number there is. <laughs> A seven would say that, though. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, what, I, I'm, I forgot all the things that it explained about me. It seemed to be fairly right, but I can be the happiest person and the best person to be around, and then, at my worst, I'm suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell. I'm like that. For lack of better words. Yeah. I'm like Suicide Squad. Like, all my friends. Yeah. Okay. So. So, can you give us an example? Like, what do you mean people just don't get your humor? Do you uh, tell bad jokes? I'm not, I don't really tell jokes. No. But, 
I mean, I laugh at certain things I shouldn't laugh at. Um, and I connect to certain things that not a lot of people connect to. Um, just, just, uh, like it's hard to explain. I, I, I can be taken, if people take me seriously, they're going to get hurt. Yeah. They're going to get hurt by me. But unintentionally. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not trying to hurt you, but I can be, I don't know, maybe quiet. Um, so that can come off a little standoffish, but I don't know. I, I, I just say me in general. So other than just me, I'd like to give an actual like thing. So while you talk about yours, okay. I'm going to think about maybe something else. But yeah, it's, that's really about it. Um, I think... I think we're all misunderstood. Well, yeah, so in like some way, shape, or form. For to say that, but... And it, it's from different people's perspectives. Like, I've been told by my students that when they first walked into my classroom the first day of school, they were absolutely terrified. But... That's just because I, I laid down my rules. I laid down my expectations because I, I always know I can ease up there. What's something but, somebody... Oh my gosh, stop interrupting me. Well, we got other questions to okay, answer. Okay, but stop interrupting me. You have to let me talk. I let you talk. You let me talk. So, um, I just wasn't prepared for this question. I would say that people would think that I'm incredibly controlling. Um, I don't think that at all. Well, that's... I. You don't misunderstand that. Then you've gotten... You're my husband and you know me super well, but, you know, in a group setting or even my friendships, um, in the past, I just... I wouldn't say I'm bossy, but I've definitely had... I can see myself naturally taking control of a situation, but and, and deep down, honestly, I, I do fear not having control of certain situations. Growing up, I did not have a lot of chances to make my own choices. So when that opportunity becomes available, you know, I, I want to make the choice I want to make and I don't want to have it questioned necessarily. It's, I like to learn the hard way and that's just called being a four more on that later I'm raising my hand because okay. I finally found one of those things that I find funny that people won't find funny oh god there were, what was so funny one about that? time I was with my homie driving back to Scott's Bluff and we laughed our asses off at something we both conjured up in our minds and that was the fact that we were driving side by side with somebody on the on a two lane and I had thought like what if my butthole extended out like a tube through the window out the crack of the window across the highway going 65 miles an hour and tapped on the window of the next person driving next to us they rolled down their window and my butthole went and like retracted back into my butt. Is that something that people <laughs> misunderstand about you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, I can 
but a butthole wouldn't have a hand, so it would just like have to like headbutt the window. It'd be like, uh, you'd be like, what the what the hell? And it'd be like, would you, but the, and like spits, like spits, and like retract back. But anyways, what's question number two? We gotta keep. It um, if you could do any project without any sort of red tape. If you could do anything you wanted in the world for people, what would it be? No restrictions. For people? For people, for the world, for whatever. Any project you wanted to do. No red tape. No amount of money is too much. Uh, take care of the homeless. I mean, there's no red tape, but... There's red tape on their end for some reason, whatever it might be, but... Uh take care of the homeless you know that's what initially strikes my mind um it's just so sad to see people in that circumstance i used to be homeless and so um you know i grew up on the streets i grew up very homeless and the fact where we were in a homeless shelter for months and then we actually got kicked out of the homeless shelter we used to collect cans in a uh, in a grocery cart. Thanks. You, you know, uh, it's just you're misunderstood. It's okay. No, I just started... you have a sensitive side, but you're totally misunderstood. No, I, I was just laughing. I just Thanks. thought about the time when we lost that parking pass to the UW game, that basketball game, and I'm like, Mike, I'm pretty sure it was at school and it got thrown away. And we had showered and warmed up. It was snowing super hard. And we, we this wasn't our parking pass. It was somebody else's. And we did not want to lose it. We were even told, don't lose this. And I told Mike, I said, it's my fault. I'll go to the dumpster outside the school and like dig through the trash and try and find it. And he wouldn't let me. <laughs> and what was your reasoning why? I don't know. You told me, you're like, I'm better at this than you are. I have way more experience than dumpster diving than I did. So he just told me to stay warm and stay in the car while he dug through the elementary school trash. Yeah. We found it. We're almost to Basler, so we got to kind of... Okay. Do you have a question? Do you have a question? Well, you're supposed to answer that. Any project? Um, If it's not something education related it would definitely be finding homes for babies like I just recently one of my co-workers at school has been fostering this little boy and it just makes me so incredibly happy to know that he is safe he is warm he is healthy and uh, you know babies come into this world and I oh it, it just breaks my heart to know that little ones aren't necessarily receiving the love. So it'd be something involving that or giving endless amounts of money to science teachers. What's question number three? Um, did you have one or no? No, I don't. Oh. These are our viewers' questions. Okay, I didn't know if anybody wrote into you. They wrote into us. Okay. Um, what makes you feel inspired? Or what inspires you that makes you feel at your best? AJ. Having a baby girl has been (laughs) the best thing to ever happen to me. I mean, it has opened up 
like this part of me like I never knew I had and so I feel totally inspired by her I look at her and I want to give her the best I want to give you both the best and so I totally feel inspired by that she she inspires me just to do better she inspires me to laugh more she inspires me to be patient (laughs) you name it I just she's just been my life what about you I, it's definitely along that same thing of children, AJ, but it's true. It's honestly my, my kiddos at school, my students, there's never a day where I don't want to go to work. See, it's hard to wrap up, wrap, get away from answering things about work. I mean, but it's where... we don't want to hear that. We want to hear what, like outside of work, what inspires you? Well, what, what inspires Lindsay? What's your hobby? See, we're still working on Lindsay's hobby, but I would say, aside from, like, work and my students inspire me to be a better teacher, to be more patient, to continue to learn myself, I would say photos. I would say photos, too. Um, traveling and, like, looking... There you go. You know, traveling inspires me to look at something differently and if I can if I can take my camera with me and capture that moment um, it remind I can go back and look at those pictures not because I'm like oh look where we went it's more so what was I feeling in that moment and Sedona is definitely one of those places where I go to first when I think about photography and it was just a very spiritual place but you know, I don't do a whole lot outside of work. I don't really hunt and fish because that's more my husband's thing. But, um, but I do. I pour everything I have into my youth and educating them and working to be somebody for them. All right. Just to let you all know, uh, those were questions we found on the internet. <laughs> but we did have a real-life question. What? One of my students asked me, how often are we going to be putting out podcasts? Once a month. Leave yeah. It on that. I don't know. We got to work on we content. Have, we haven't put it out <laughs> to the universe yet, so we got to figure out how to do that. And then, yeah, once a month, because that's really all the time I have. So please, please, please make sure if you do have a question, suggestion, whatever, you... Leave it in our comment box. Text or subscribe or, or text to us. Car Ride Chronicles. Yeah, or text us, whatever, Snapchat. You know how to get in touch. So anyways. Yeah. Uh, you know, hit me on my Instagram handy. Which is? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Hit me. Find me on TikTok. Full of TikTokeries. So anyways, let's get to this story I wanted to tell real quick. I got two stories, and then we're going to have to cancel. We're going to have to sign out. Okay. So, um story number a dose well only one story and then we'll get to my embarrassing fact which you don't I thought we were going to talk about the Enneagram we kind of did but we're running out of time research suggests a successful podcast is between 30 and 35 minutes long okay so I'm pretty sure we're getting close to that. that and I'd like to have a little bit more formality to that and 
little bit more structure to that, so we're just not Maybe rambling on about next... a number. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. So, um, story number one is... So, we went to the store a couple weekends ago, and... All three of us? All three of us. We went to Rollins. Oh, yay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you guys. Like... We're used to getting comments about our daughter being, being beautiful, you know. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, every baby's beautiful. Yeah, everybody's going to say something. You're going to get the old grannies that are, well, I'm going to go here and tell these young bucks what beautiful daughter they have. Or something like that. But I'm not kidding you. We were just peacefully shopping, going aisle by aisle. And I felt like people were, like, stalking us being hunted and which then, which is not which is not uncommon for you to think that because you even have dreams that you're being hunted and trying to be caught and uh <laughs> we're checking out it was even before that in a 15 item or less checkout lane we had a full cart the lady even asked us if we'd like to go to aisle one and we're like no we're good <laughs> we just proceeded and to check out. It was like a Michael Jackson, or it was, what do you call those, flash mob? It was like a flash mob of people all of a sudden, like, around AJ. Like, <gasps> just, oh my god, your daughter's so beautiful. Like, one guy with his son, and this was a guy like me, like, guys just don't do this. And his son was probably like 10, 11, 12, yeah, yeah. And Guys just don't do this. Not this kind of guy. I can just tell, like, this isn't just the guy that's going to go out of his way to any normal situation, like a normal baby, even if, even if it's cute, you know? It's just like, oh, hey, that's a cute baby. It's like me. I'm just going to keep it a seven head. But he taps me on the shoulder, and he goes, bro, you have the most beautiful daughter. And I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, seriously, you're going to enjoy it. He's like... It's going to go by so quick. He's like, you need to enjoy this precious moment. Yeah. I'm like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And some other person comes over. She's the, like, oh, hey. Yeah, the cashier. And then the cashier, someone else from the other 15 item or less lane. I mean, it had to have been like five people. A checkout, or the guy was like stocking oranges. He's like, how old's your daughter? You're like, just trying, like, that's how they're trying to like initiate conversation. It looked like two guys just got off of work from the oil refinery there in town. We're getting ready to head home. Just going to grab some grub. And they even, like, turned around and, like, smiled at Ashland. Just going completely out of their way. It's yeah. Just, it's, it's just crazy. I, I mean... We're not trying to be cocky by any stretch of the imagination. But it, it was very... I don't think we've received that many compliments in a two-hour time span. In more like a ten-minute time Okay, frame. yeah. It was... Ten minutes. So we're at Bosler, people. Embarrassing this is, story. This is when we're typically gonna sign out. And I know you all are bummed. Yeah, I'm bummed. But I'm gonna leave you with this story. And if I see you face to face, we don't have to talk about it, okay? There's a little disclaimer right there. I'm going to tell you this. I don't even know what you're going to say. This is But do not talk to me about it. Okay? You can laugh inside on your own time. 
Or behind your mask. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes I sleep downstairs. Cause I just I want kind of my own space. I want I want better sleep. When the wife and I sleep together, we're usually plugged in with headphones, and I don't like to sleep with things in my ears all the time. So we go downstairs to maybe just get a better night of sleep. But I got fed up with getting up in the middle of the night, going all the way upstairs to use the bathroom to go take a piss. And it's too damn cold to go out the back door right now which is halfway up the house. If I just hang a lefty, I can just go open the door and pee out, pee out the door. So I've come up with a pretty ingenious idea and it, it's just, I think it's just installed in my roots, you know, being, being a Gordon kid, being from Gordon, we're just pretty raw. We're, we're pretty innovative. Something tells, I would agree with that, but something tells me that not a lot of people are this creative. So, I have a bucket. I call it my pee bucket. Downstairs. All I gotta do is get up out of bed, grab the bucket, and let it, let it flow. And it is the best thing ever. So here's my question, and my thoughts behind this, now that I know what he's talking about. I'm wondering if it all makes it into the bucket like it all makes it into the toilet in the middle of the night. It's better than that, Lindsay. Okay. It's better than that. I don't miss at all. Oh. Yeah. I hold the bucket really close. Oh, my God. And I don't, no, I don't just, like, aim into the bucket on the floor. It's got a handle, so I hold the handle on the bucket real close and let it flow. Wow. It's perfect. I don't I don't miss anything. And all I got to do is uh, go two feet and I'm right there. Because we don't have a bathroom downstairs. I'm still working on it. But um, yeah. in the morning, I wake up and I go dump it outside. It's like the good old days. It feels very, very environmentally friendly, too. Because I ain't peeing in water, clean, good drinking water. Yeah. And flushing it down. I mean, really, I'm doing y'all a favor. So, you can thank me later. Just don't make eye contact or initiate conversation. And by the way, I don't do twos in in that bucket. That's... Yeah. I don't, I don't do twos in that bucket. But, maybe we can talk about the time we did have to do a two in a bucket. Okay, on that note, I think it is time <laughs> to sign off. Sign out. And we will chat with you guys hopefully sooner than later. Oh, look at that. 35 minutes. Yeah. Success. Yep. Later. All right. Bye. Good morning. You are with Mike and Lindsay, and you are listening to the Bumming with, with the Boardmans. Yeah. What? Wait. Can we try that again? Bumming with, with the, the Boardmans. Yeah, we're cool. We're going to start podcasting and shit. So tomorrow we might be called something else. So just so you all know. Stay tuned. We might have like six different show names that you'll have to look us up by by the time we're done with all this shit.
So. What's what, up? What we're doing today is driving to Laramie. And the okay. purpose of this show... Yeah, you can't talk. <laughs> okay. She's all nervous before the show. And oh, she's just writing stuff down over here. She has one with a bullet point. <laughs> Nothing else after it. So, just letting you writing. all know uh, who's in charge here. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying, the purpose of this show is to, I guess, let you guys know what goes on in this vehicle. We figure we talk about some of the most random shit when we drive to Laramie or take road trips at all. And so... We're going to share some of our road trip stories with you and some of our most uh, current issues with you, I guess you might say. Lessons being learned. Yeah, lessons being learned. There's a lot of those, especially in the pandemic and the COVID, the COVID-19. <laughs> so... If you hear noises, random noises, we have baby in town. Yes, we had a baby what? July. July 12th of? 20 freaking 20. Yeah, the year everybody hates. But it was right in the middle of a pandemic. And it was actually kind of cool. I wouldn't change it. Yeah, that's our first one. <clears throat> so she's almost seven months old. Her name is AJ. Ashlyn Jane. Yes. So if you hear any... Um, commentary coming from the back seat that would be her yeah most of it comes from her mouth but some might come from her butt too she gets that from dad straight up savage yeah so listen we're just uh gonna kick this right off yep put your little book away i'm giving up get, get the wine out I'm just kidding. There's I no... wish. It's only 8.45 in the morning. It's a little early for wine. We, we might need to get some wine tonight. I don't know if we're going to need wine or something stronger. Mm, yeah, we definitely need to stop at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's not even nine. Okay, so FYI, somebody couldn't find his wallet and his mask this morning, so he's in a grumpy mood because somebody isn't going to have any money when we go to town or he hasn't had his coffee this morning, so. Yeah. Grumpy pants. Yeah, I get pretty upset when I lose my wallet, um, considering I just found it yesterday, and here we are today, and I'm going to town without it again. But it's not. It's not even a wallet. It's it's what you keep your uh, your license in for, like your uh, game tags, like your uh, wildlife. Fishing hunt, license. Hunt, hunting tag, yeah, your fishing license. Yeah. He also has to, like, he has, his previous wallet, though, was a sleeve from a hotel room key. Yeah, you know. That's what he used, that the paper <laughs> sleeve. So the fact that he loses his wallet, quote, unquote, wallet, I mean, be they, no surprise. they make the best wallets for a simple man like me. But. I have had the big fancy wallets. I've had the one BKE one that sticks two inches out of your back pocket. It's like carrying, smuggling in a, a Tupperware everywhere you go. And I had the cowboy one where it's like the checkbook kind. The checkbook kind that sticks five inches out of your back pocket. 
and then every time you sit down it jabs into your back so yeah I, I only carry a couple cards my license my money my but, debit card my license and most of the time I don't even carry my license this is true the thing is is this happens all the time all the time like I think from the first time we started dating 10 years ago this has been an ongoing issue and oh, we don't know where we put it there's ongoing issues on your side that we'll get into deeper and deeper into our podcast <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, right. Well, well, it's the least of our concerns. So, look, we're just going to kick this right <laughs> off, okay? How about you share the story with your science kids? The one about the nails growing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, anyways, just a little... Hold on. Okay, okay. My <laughs> wife is a science teacher. I am a soil conservationist or a bioengineer. At least it's what we put on our tax forms. And <laughs> when they ask him what his occupation is, yesterday I, I did put bioengineer. Seriously? I did. Oh, wow. That's, That's what, what you I are. Am. That's what you are. <laughs> so, the definition of that totally matches your job description. Yeah. So anyways, uh, and we live in Wyoming. I'm not going to tell you where. You'll just so have you to come visit. can't stalk us. You'll just have to reach out uh, if you want to come visit. But we live in a small town, and anyways, yeah, that's a little background on us. Yeah. So, continue with your story. So, my 8th graders, I do 7th through 12th grade science. So, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the continental drift theory and plate tectonics, and it was kind of an introduction. Um with Alfred Wagner and how nobody believed him that he thought these plates were moving or one of my students asked me how fast the plates move the tectonic plates and as junior high boys do they blurt out random answers before the teacher has a chance to okay you don't have to tell your story like it's a book just tell your story like you're talking to me. Okay, the day I'll that try you're not talking to go around, to I'll try not to go around the tree and, and over the hill as to get is, the point. As junior high boys do. One of my students blurted out five miles per hour. Okay, as so fast if you're as lost. Your as fast as your fingernails grow. And this image comes, I swear to God, this image oh comes into gosh. every single one of our heads. And we all kind of like look down at our fingernails and imagine them growing at five miles per hour. So we started laughing super hard. Maybe this is gonna be one of those stories where he had to be there. But we all of a sudden people are like, how would our lives change if we were constantly growing our fingernails and toenails at five miles per hour? I was like, oh my gosh, you couldn't wear shoes. And that led into how would we even play basketball? Like would we just be running and flipper like flip-flops? And so one of my students gets up and starts running as if his his toenails are a foot long. So it looked like he was trying to run in swim flippers. What a, oh. And then the the, the, <laughs> the, the the constant need for uh, clipping them. Room, yeah, cleaning, and, and you know we constantly probably clipping them. So we have these giant Roombas that go up <laughs> and down ways. the halls, <laughs> sucking up toenails and toenail debris. And fingernail clippings. And and then like uh, you know, 
you can take that a little step further. It's like, okay, where do these Roombas go self-dump? <laughs> so then they go outside and self-dump out in the parking lot somewhere where another dumpster comes and picks it up. And it does this a hundred times a day. But as, as a Roomba goes past your classroom, classroom door, you just hear, <laughs> as it's picking up all the clippings, like fingernails. And no numbers. one pays no mind to it. No, because no. we all know what's going on. <laughs> and so... And, so like fingernail clippers are now part of the school supply list along with pencils but and that, highlighters. You, you just have to spend your whole life clipping. Clipping. Five yeah. miles per hour, like we would just be different human beings. Yeah. I don't even know if we would have I mean we we'd probably have robots literally doing everything for us. There'd probably be supplements out there to slow down your fingernail growth. Like right now we try and get that stuff to grow faster with collagen in your diet but now we're like how can we inhibit the growth of that yeah so when you think about it that way how ineffective supplements are oh if you God. start thinking about it the vice versa how if you think about how good they are now and how they progress fingernail growth think about how good they would be if we were Stunting. trying to get them to stunt it. It's like, oh yeah, my fingernails still grow five miles per hour. Okay, now they're going 4.5 miles per hour because yeah, I like, take this stupid reducer. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Look at, I take supplements and they just don't grow as long. So now the new fashion statement is no longer, like, I have to get my nails done to make them look longer and prettier. Like, most people would go out of business. Holy shit, this escalated quickly. Yeah. What? <laughs> Talking about the fingernails? No, like this topic, like <laughs> that's that's what we do when we're Jeez, driving please. down the road. This is true. So we like to just talk about lots of random shit. You know, when we used to road trip, we were actually I was almost nine months pregnant with AJ. And we were going back to visit some friends and family and there's just so much, you know, when you're pregnant, you're on this oxytocin high towards the end, and everything is funny, everything makes you emotional, and there's so many things that they would not be funny, but we found ourselves driving down the interstate at almost 90 miles an hour with tears in our eyes, and it's like, we need to share this with other people. We yeah. can't be the only two enjoying, because of the fact that we live in Wyoming, and we, there are very few people, and our family and friends are everywhere else. You ever wonder what people talk about inside their cars? <laughs> you know people talk yeah you know and that leads me to another you know we're at that age too where we're just full of everything knowledge things we don't want to know and we're able to make conscious decisions and we see through the bullshit I think we're learning to see through the bullshit I don't well we're in the beginning stages yeah you always learn but you kind of wonder like you know with older people grandparents and stuff. Well, we can probably bullshit that. Uh, no, I doubt it. You don't think they we just can bullshit don't my care. grandparents? This is true. <laughs> just get to the, you just get to... to the point where it's just it's just not worth your time. Can you really bullshit somebody who's 90 and doesn't give a shit anymore? And you just kind of feel like dying. <laughs> they don't just feel... You make them seem like they're sitting in their kitchen chairs just waiting they watching are. the clock. No, they are not. They are no, watching they the clock. They are not. Well, it's 943.44. Just giving you a call this morning. Okay. They know exactly what time it is. <laughs> yeah. If 
you ever want to know what time it is, ask an old person. They'll damn sure give you the time. <laughs> time to die. <laughs> or it's time for coffee. Time for coffee. Because it's all they freaking drink. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, hell. We're going through some shit in our lives, as most all you are, and uh, one thing we thought about sharing with you is kind of what we've been going through lately with some of our friends. Yeah, quote-unquote. Uh, you know, we had some friends that uh, were more like family. and well, They weren't we, more like family. They were our family. Yeah, they were family, and Maybe they still are. I don't know. Yeah, you can't get... That's just it. We're at that point where it's just like, you know, are we friends? Are we family? Are we acquaintances I mean, at I, I know COVID-19 has, you know, put a lot of people out of touch, as if we weren't out of touch as a society already. Oh, man. I remember when Facebook came out and, and they were putting people on news reports going... Yeah, I'm so much more connected with my friends from high school. We just never had this ability before Facebook. So I'm meeting up with people I haven't seen in like 20 years. But then as study shows, we're just becoming more and more disconnected as a society. Yeah, once a phone lost its cord from the wall, now we're even more disconnected. Like that cord to the wall kept everybody together. The easier something becomes, the less passion we have to do it. And I think that just becomes everything. So, you know, as being human beings, the lazier, the easier it becomes, the lazier we get. Just because we just, we don't, we don't do things if we don't have to. And so that's where we're at with some of our friends because we've put a lot of time of energy into... Oops, God. Sorry, we just drove out this couple. We put a lot of time and energy into uh, into these relationships. Because we are passionate about them. And we care a lot, especially when it is our family. Yeah, exactly. Both of us come from incredibly small families. And, you know, when you find those people in your lives that you truly do connect with, regardless of the age difference, you pour everything you have into it. When you live in Wyoming and there's, again, there's not many people where we live, you spend a lot of time together learning and growing and spending that time and pouring into these things. And, you know, I, my grandmother used to tell me, um, false friends are like autumn leaves. No, what is it? Shoot. So rake them. No. (laughs) Yeah, rake them in. Um, no, it was true friends are like diamonds precious and rare false friends are like autumn leaves found everywhere which is so true for us is you know we have we've had the same friends for what almost two decades now make sure you're talking into the microphone so they hear you oh we have had the same friends for almost two decades there you go okay um you know since high school elementary school but we're just talking college. about we're but talking we keep those about people close because we pour into it and we give we're, we are passionate and we do care and i think we're going through a phase i mean we could call this our lessons being learned well segments. like i said we're, we're at the age where we kind of see through the bullshit it's just like if you want to if if you want to have 
friends, you, you we, we know what it's like to to have um, have have had to make a connection, you know, a genuine connection, and what it's like to keep it. And you're just not going to get that uh, through Facebook or you know being Snapchat. distant, like and, and and all that. So we've made an effort to you know be physically present. And Mentally, it's hard. Present. It was hard to do that. And, you know, uh, they'd ask us to do stuff, and we'd go do it. Sometimes I was reluctant to do it. But over time, you build up the relationship. That's just what it, what it's all about. But just for some reason lately, oh, last year, uh, a couple of individuals uh, in particular have just uh, really... Um, how do I put it? And it's, we're still trying to figure it out. Peaced out. out. Yeah. Mentally pieced out. And emotionally, and it doesn't feel nearly as genuine. Yeah, and so it's like building a house and then like putting all that time and work into it and then just Poof. kind of watching it burn down. Well, I don't know if we had to go And then you're far. just like, why did that burn down? Everything was brand new. Everything was fresh. You know, what Felt happened? Good. It wasn't a natural force. You know, it's just just happens. You're just like, okay. And then so you're left with a lot of questions that you can't answer. But you don't, you know, it's just hard to move on because you're just like, do I build another house? You know, and then one thing Lindsay and I were talking about is, you know, I guess precious diamonds and then your fall leaves. It's just like, you know. I would think the precious diamonds in our life are the ones that would get a hold of you when, what, when, when you're, when you're maybe reclused or something, you know, maybe you haven't, because you, you know, as we put a time and energy, but we have our our instances where we don't maybe Nobody's. reach out as much, you know, but, um, so we ask the question, it's like. If we were to not talk to anybody, you know, and just drag this out, would anybody check in? Like, would anybody be like, oh, I haven't talked to Mike and Lindsay for a while? And, uh, you know, the answer is, unfortunately, today it's no. The only people that do that are Nana and Bobo. Which are my grandparents. But, I, I mean, we do have our super close friends, and it seems like well, yeah, those diamonds have been with been able to withstand the fire yeah we yeah those super close friends though is very small it's like less than five no it's it's actually probably like okay less than 10 yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and then they're so far away doing their own thing that you know i can only imagine that i'm in the same boat but we we're just far away so but we understand that there's like this weird telepathic messages that get sent in like yeah, we can always pick up where we left off. 100, and it's so natural oh. for that to happen versus Mike makes this connection in this analogy of, will you wonder why the house burned down, especially when you did all of it yourself. You just you're, know that, though. You know something those, happened. You know those less than 10 will never burn that house down. You can trust them with the keys. And if they did, they're going to be there to help you rebuild it. You don't have to micromanage yeah. them. But some friendships, you have to. If you want them, and it, that's just it. It's just like some friendships I felt like I've had to micromanage because if I don't do my part as a friend, then that person might just disappear. 
And then that's kind of disappointing because you want that friendship, but it's just like, I don't want to do all the fucking work. Yeah. And so... And I, we, I don't think I've ever had a friendship that ever felt this way. And if I did in my early 20s or late teens, it was like that. It brings about the same feeling of like, do I sit at the lunch table with them today or do they want to sit with their other group of friends? Like, where do I... What's going on? And, okay. I could see if I was to reach out, like, what do I do in this situation? Go talk to them. Ugh. That's just it. I think the talking has been done. Yeah. Several times. Apologies are made. The acknowledgement to change is there. Or maybe we just sum it up to some unknown force that everybody's just feeling and never really get over the issue. I don't know. But... Yeah, so maybe y'all are going through the same situation, and yeah, unfortunately, we may not have any advice to share with you, but we didn't say we'd give you any advice either. <laughs> I feel like we're going through a breakup. Uh, it, it kind of feels that way. Like, are we just delaying the inevitable? Uh, maybe we just need to do what we do, and that's just, you know, let the diamonds shine. And that's, I think that's what I'm trying to do. It's like, okay, you know, if, if I stand back, take two steps back, like, who's in there? Like, who, who, who's, who's near me? You know? Because, I tell you, if I had someone step back on me, like one of my good friends, I'd be there. Yeah. Big dude, what's wrong? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while. Like, you know? Uh, or, like, I guess maybe we're... I guess maybe all along we've just mislabeled these people that we thought were our friends and our family as friends and family when all along they were acquaintances. You know, people come in and out of your lives during different seasons. And I don't... You know, you go through different seasons of your life and college was a big season. Like, I, I talked with some people from college, but it was more grad school and those are some of our diamonds in our lives and we easily easily pick up right where we left off you know and that love is still there so who for are each the, other who are they who no this is for the audience oh who are the diamonds am i naming life? names no don't name names i'm just trying to oh create think about a segue who are your diamonds? Who are your diamonds? But diamonds are a girl's best friend. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to talk about something new. Oh shit. I don't know. I've come up with all the ideas. What do you want to talk about? What do we need for groceries today? Is there anything you want to eat this week? What sounds good? It's like Nothing. right now. Right now, it's like too barren to like have chili and cinnamon rolls because there's no snow on the ground. Yeah, this it's, it's kind of bland. Have we had chili this winter? That no. was like a staple once a week last year. It's because I had a lot of elk <laughs> to go through. But this is and it odd. was delicious. It was delicious, and I don't think it turned out the same twice. 
This is like different. This has been the weirdest. Yeah, we got snow, but it's melting. It's like maps. It's it's just weird. It's like it's cold and it's hot. You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. You're in and you're out. Weird. This is like our last segment. Um. So <laughs> you. It's just weird. It's huh? just melting, and then it just leaves this brown, freaking fickle barrenness to this land and it's just you know i guess last year there's a lot of snow it was cold just felt right for chili yep uh unfortunately that's not what i feel like having tonight no that doesn't sound right at all but i don't know dip, honey bun oh, my honey buns the dip the dip oh that dip was good yeah i just eat dip so we're gonna share a recipe with you. Ting ding 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 ding. You will need one block of cream cheese cut into cubes. You'll need one pound of sausage ground up, or you can choose to cube up some summer sausage. And third, you will need one can of diced tomatoes with maybe a little bit of green chilies in there if you're feeling sassy. Undrained. You gotta keep the juice. So what you're gonna do? You're gonna get your little skillet out and you're gonna brown your summer sausage or ground sausage whatever you choose to use um, and then you will add in your diced tomatoes with the juice from the can stir that all up and then you will add in oh you might want to turn your uh, burner down for this part you are gonna put in your diced cream cheese and watch all of that goodness come together Serve warm with your favorite tortilla chips. And enjoy the game. Cantina. What do I call that? Mm, crack dip? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, if you're on a diet, I wouldn't recommend it. It is keto-friendly-ish. Because you got your cream cheese and your sausage, which is fine. Yep. I'm just not sure about the tomato part. I don't know. I did that once. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh... Summer vacation ideas. I was... Wait. Oh. I was looking at... What do you think cantina means? Kitchen. No. Shit. This is like the one Spanish word that you're going to quiz me on that you know that I don't. Correct. Um, and it means two different things in two different languages. So, Spanish, like Spain origin, and then like uh, the Mexican Spanish, origin. and then like Italy. Mexican. What? Yeah. It is not Italian. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Cantina. Cantina. Can. Can. Yeah. So can. Uh-huh. Can. What's a can? <laughs> a freaking storage container. Oh, now you've got it. Oh, does it mean pantry? Kind of. It can be, it can be, it can, I guess it's just one of them Spanish words that really, it it, it's just like container, but a container doesn't have to be, you know, a little jar. It can be the pantry, Tupperware. I guess. Uh, and it could be like the kitchen, you know, as the container. Okay, do you, but did you, you look it, this word up? Broad, you have to, it's like a broad, it's a broad word. It is not. The Spanish dictionary is not going to go a broad version of a container. What does that word mean? Well, look it up for yourself. I but, am. And then the Italian version of it 
is, I think it is kitchen. Oh my lord. Yeah, so maybe See, you're never, right. Mike never took Spanish. I did. Even uh, traveled to Spain. Donde? Where? What? That's because you say it with an accent. Doesn't make it Spanish. Okay, so I put cantina and the first in Google, right? Hit search. The first thing to come up was Taco Bell. See? It's broad. I told you. It can mean anything you want it to mean. So you're not wrong when you say kitchen. It's a, it's a type of bar. Or container. To a room below the ground level where the wine and other products such as salami are stored. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good. Yeah. So Anywho. there. There's your word of the day. <laughs> Cantina. Huevos rancheros. What does it mean? We'll talk about that in the next episode. Okay. Hey. I can't quiz you. Huh? What does huevos mean? Eggs. Very good. Okay. So you reached out to a couple of our diamonds last night. No, we're done talking about diamonds. I know, but what I was saying, and golly, just let me talk. You reached out to a couple of our diamonds last night, and we're just stuck with trying to figure out where we want to go. Like, as soon as school gets out, do we want to go somewhere? Do we want to be, God, I don't want to be homebodies for a year. We were this last year because we were expecting a baby. But now, building need to go somewhere yeah we're trying to figure out our vacation yeah thinking about doing Pagosa Springs maybe go to the coast California I don't Sedona. know we just keep circling around and is it worth even going on a vacation and trying to be COVID safe like can you thoroughly enjoy yourself you know, even like I'm sure like if we go somewhere warm there's gonna be a limit as to how many people can be in the freaking pool yeah and like can you truly enjoy yourself while being socially distant while wearing a mask yeah while... you're gonna have to make a reservation for everything you do yeah so is it worth trying to, is that really a vacation or do you travel just to go see some friends and family your other diamonds no. and just that's why I think we need to go somewhere where there's some hiking and stuff like that. That's why Sedona was cool. Yes. Because there is no reservation to nature. Mother Nature. However, Arizona's a hot You spot. might have to wear your mask now. Oh, for Christ's sake. I can't wear my ground. mask in Sedona. Yeah, it's just Are not going to happen. Me? It's just not safe. That's, that's silly. It is. That's, so maybe so, we need to stay here in Wyoming because it's the only place I feel safe enough to go outside without a mask. I that, mean, just not safe that I'm going to catch COVID. It's just that no one's going to judge me. Well, nobody, yeah. Yeah, you know, I can go outside without go my mask and I'm not going to, my neighbors are going to go call the police on me or yeah. something. I think we can do that. I think it'd be a blast to go back and see some friends and family and enjoy that time and yep. our daughter's going to be turning one this year and maybe she runs through this hangs out in a little kiddie pool and watches the puppies play in the water and in the backyard and yeah yankton south dakota i think that's where we're gonna go can we just go ahead and just book it oh i'm pretty sure i told the diamonds last night uh, hey i'm pretty sure we're gonna plan a trip to come see you and they said <clears throat> awesome 
And I'm sure we skirted south a little bit to see her great-grandparents. Uh, yeah. Like I, so it's kind of funny, her and her great-grandma are what, eight days apart? From their yeah. birthdays, so my grandmother will be turning 90. Eight days and a hundred years. <laughs> well, nine, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're seriously like almost 90 years apart. So my grandmother turns 90 while AJ turns one. So 89 years apart. 89 years? I was close. I just remember 89 years and 88 days. Or 89 years and 8 days apart. So it's it's so cool. 8, nine, eight. Okay. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's trying to like sing his own little jingle. And I will walk 500 so that's miles what and I will walk So yeah, they, they like, they're, they're what, 8 hours away? 9 hours away? Something like that. Oh, um, eight, nine, eight, nine. Yeah, weird. Okay. But it, they are able to see AJ you know, over the camera when we video chat when my brother stops by. And they seriously, I think they like Ashlyn more than they like us. I mean, they have, yeah, she, has, I don't she, has, know. she has a shrine. It's true. So they have this, like, cabinet. I think we wall. like Ashlyn more than we like ourselves. I would sure hope so. So, I can't blame them. But my grandparents, you know, we send them pictures because they do not operate social media. And so anytime I've sent pictures, I send them little bundles at a time, which reminds me I probably should send them some pictures. Um, but they, they, they tried at one point to set every single one of them up. Oh my god. I need coffee. <laughs> and after Ugh. then so I just gave them photo albums but they are they love her so much they talk to the pictures alright well there's aliens trying to reach us down there do you see that oh that is cool that is awesome well I think we need to wrap this up as we're almost to Laramie look at that 34 minutes didn't even take one note so if you have questions or comments, oh, reach guess. out to us on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating. Well, we can't rate it because I don't... Yeah, we don't even know how we're going to post this. We're going to figure it out. I think that's going to be my afternoon um, oh, to-do list. Oh, God. Don't. You don't think so? No. You don't want me to figure out how to no, get this out to people? No, I don't want you people? to try to figure out how you're going to put this out to the world all day. I don't I like think to I need enjoy to. I my I'm... time with my family. Okay, that's fair. I will just reach out since I don't know how to do it, but I know people who know how just to do it. Just post it on Facebook or oh something. Oh my god. No, because not everybody needs well, That's the key communication oh anyways shit. these days. This is getting crazy. Okay. Or we can go back in time and send everybody just a tape. <laughs> should we burn this onto a CD? <laughs> Stick in the mail? Yeah, we should. Say, here's your podcast, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Again, this is bumming with the boardmans. Any wise words for the day? Do you have any cool quotes to, set, to leave the people with? Um, hmm. Heck I, I, I do. Yeah? Yeah. But I don't know what it is. Huh. Yeah. Well... Do you have a quote? Heckum. Heckum. Fall or false friends are like autumn leaves. From, from the great LF. Rakeum. 
break them and heck them. Heck them, yeah, that's from the that's great a quote. LF. You can go ahead and copyright that via the great L- squared. Yeah, yeah, the great F- LF. LF, you know who you are. LF. Mm-hmm. We miss you. We do. All right. You little diamond, do you? Coming with the boardmans. Den, 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 den. Catch you on the flip side.